Hi, I'm Paul Ford. I'm the CEO of Aboard. And I'm Rich Ziotti, president and co-founder of Aboard. We gave each other titles because we're starting to talk to the world more, and that's really important when you talk to the so world. So what do you guys do again? I'm the CEO and you're the president. Let's get to titles in a future episode. I, I, don't, I don't think that that's where my brain's at right now. I think what we should talk about, because we have a product that is about making the internet better for people as they manage their own data, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, we should talk about where we're coming from in a broad way. What's wrong with the internet today as we see it? A lot of people have written a lot of things, articles, books, 60 minutes, talking about the internet's turning your brain into mush. Blah, blah, blah. We're going <laughs> to take a little more. That voice. That, the oh. voice of the 60 minutes. Yes. I don't know. I'm going to uh, do it. <laughs> 60 minutes from 40 years ago. I'm Marley Schaefer. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, we're not going to get into, like, you know, misinformation and the social media stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but we're it's kind of be a little different in terms of what well, frustrates us about the internet. Let me frame it for this conversation, right? So uh, there are these subjects that the media comes back to and because it's we spend so much time on social media collectively, sure. Facebook and so on. But those are not really the web. They use web technologies and they're, they, they are often experienced as apps or web pages, but they're yes. kind of off in their own little world. They're not designed yes. as information. They're not designed for sharing. They want you to bring everything in and mm-hmm. not let anything come out again. Yes. And so put all that stuff to the side. That's its own world. Everybody talks about we'll it. We'll touch all the on time. it, but it's not the core of what we're going to talk about. Let's talk, just like we were talking about Wikipedia and Wikidata, let's talk about the web that is still out there. Everybody's like, no, there's no, the web's gone, man. It's just social media. It's just, just apps now. The web that's still out there. I'll give you an example. Real estate. You want to go find a place to live in. Yep. Zillow, Trulia. You go to all those sites. Yeah. Those are web pages. They have data on them. They have mm-hmm. pictures. Mm-hmm. They get their data from other places, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So that web is still out there. That is still I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing and then I wanna throw it back to you, which is I remember once having a conversation with somebody who worked at Google. And we were ta- I was I was in the media and I was talking about like, you know, kinda how do you all see the media? Okay. And they um and the answer ultimately came down to something like, it's about 9%. It's tiny. When uh, you say media, you mean like the mass New York, media. The New York Times and CNN and all the... So yeah. that when you are in the media, you think that the web exists to publish pages that you create. It's a tiny sliver. It's a distribution platform for news and information, right? Yeah. So obviously the media is the most important thing. Yeah, you didn't even get, you didn't even crack 10%. No, you're talking about this little tiny baby. When, and when real estate though, whoo doggies, because that right. is trillions and trillions of dollars get transacted every year around real estate. Whereas a couple media industry fits into like one quarter of Google's profits. So, so this is, so it's a very difficult way to look at the world because we're so used to kind of a certain bias in, in like, well, obviously people go on there to get the news every day. Dad's looking at the, looking at the Fox Which news. Which we are. Yeah. Um, but there's a few things worth noting. First off, you're, you're not making a big transaction to get the news. No, in fact, you're making tons of microtransactions against ad networks. Correct. Or Correct. you paid for one subscription. Or and you subscribe to yeah. something, which, by the way, you're still, you're, there's still a bunch of microtransactions, even if you subscribe yeah. to something. It's the same. It's, it, it's explain that, because I think that's a way that you and I see the world as old web hams that doesn't get out to the world very much. When, when you say transaction, what do you mean? So 
There is value in observing my behavior and drawing a profile of what, who I am, what I'm interested in, what my income, prof- income profile is, where I live. That's incredibly valuable. Rich is somebody who, you know, he bought a car two years ago. He's somebody who probably in the next like three years might start looking for another car. That's exactly right. So that's exactly so that the actions I take on the internet are uh, observed, packaged up, and then sold on markets. There are 36 trillion tiny elves with tiny notebooks watching us. Watching us. And they write down the, they write it down. And then they send it in a letter and it gets saved in a database. Like just think about like gremlins everywhere. And collected and then that data, because what would you pay for a mortgage, potential future mortgage customer? And this is the thing, when you actually get to these numbers, I don't have a real number, but it could be like $5,000. Yeah, I mean the total acquisition cost from the beginning of the journey all the way to like we landed it is hundreds or thousands of dollars. Why? Because I'm going to pay an interest on that loan hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars depending on how how expensive the house is. And everything has been sort of modeled out and every margin is well understood enough in these businesses that they're like, we're going to spend $100,000 to make $105,000. And so... But we'll do it a million times. And so this is the first of a series. I want to bring this back to a board. Okay, we're going to... the gonna first of a series of podcasts. How many? So this is the first of three podcasts where we complain to you and share with you what we think is tough and difficult and often kind of just demoralizing about using the internet and how it can be better. Um, and so the first is, and this isn't about ads, by the way, because all of the stuff we just described, all that all that transactional data that gets passed along on markets in markets where they sell your behaviors to others doesn't necessarily mean it's a cluttered experience or there's a lot of ads on it. In fact, it's very invisible. But people know, and they know, and what it leads to is a terrible sense of not really being in control of your experience. Uh, That every step you're taking is kind of will my foot go through the floor this time or will I keep walking forward? Well, and the experiences are really bad, right? So you go on, you do a Google search, you buy, you, let's say you buy, um, oh, you, you buy an end table on Wayfair. Yes. Right? Now, the internet has decided, oh, you had one end table? Oh, they're like heroin. You're going to need like 50 more end tables. Or if they're smarter, they're like, okay, you got an end table. There's probably a 30% chance you need a mattress. Yeah. And then, and then these ads show up and they have that little tiny X on the top right. And it's like, learn about your ad choices. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's the smuggest guy. It's the, hey, do you know about your ad choices? I'd love to share them with you. And you're, you click on it and you're like, this is horrible. What's interesting about, the, the the general internet experience today is that it's, you know, they've tried giving you sort of these speed bumps that tell you that this is happening. No one is, everyone ignores them. I think GDPR is kind of this bizarre f- speed bump in your experience. Nobody cares anymore. Also, what better way to summarize just the total submission to the experience than accept, accept all, all. Yeah. right? I mean, that's where we are. And so... And and I think people have come to terms with the lack of power. You know, the greatest bit of unintentional branding on earth is the word cookie. 
Well, I mean, it's insane. It sounds nice. Oh, hey, you're giving me a cookie. Uh, uh, okay. okay. I like oh, cookies. Yeah. It should be called like face liquor. Yeah. Hey, we're going to give you some. Would you accept five or six face licks? Yes. From Zillow. Yeah. And look, there are tools out there. If you do some research, how do I, you know, actually Apple is pretty proactive. They made, they've made moves that have pissed off Facebook and others. You know, it's funny though. There are certain sites I'm noticing just don't work on Safari anymore because I've turned on the like block my XYZ. You can really be aggressive with it. And, yeah. and they're like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I just want to see the information. They're like, no, no, no. It nah, just nah. breaks. Oh, yeah. They totally. Don't, they don't. Apple is a little bit at war with the web. Sometimes good, often uh, often really good, and sometimes yeah. a little bit like, hey, Apple, what what you doing? And, and people who are tech savvy, there are other tools that you can just sort of kick in that really aggressively anonymizes you, makes it hard to track you. So talk about something near and dear to your heart, your pie hole. Oh, dear. Most people won't know what I said, and they'll think it's kind of dirty. So why don't you explain what that is? So Piehole is a is a uh, piece of software. It's essentially, it's a DNS server that you could set up on a Raspberry Pi. So a little $35 computer, a little baby computer, but it's actually pretty powerful. Nothing. Plug it into your network. And then what you do is you tell your router, this is the DNS server, not the typical one that you usually use. And what it does is when your computer asks for a website, it hits the pie hole first and says, can I come in? And pie hole has, I think, about 100,000 domains blocking. Okay, so beep boop. That's all robot talk. But when I look at the web page, what do I see? Uh, a lot less ads, but this is what you really see. There's plenty of ad blockers out there. It is blazing fast. Right, because it doesn't even let the ads get near your computer. It's like, you guys wait outside. Nor does it let the trackers, which are invisible but are very, very heavy on the payload that's coming in, they don't even make it. Okay, so when you have a pie hole installed in your network, outside your front door, 90 million tiny gremlins are sitting there knocking. Scratching at the door. And you're like, I don't care. I'm reading the New York Times. Best of luck to you. It's a hell of an experience. Why doesn't everybody have one of these? The technical overhead's annoying. Okay, because this seems like it would solve the broader problem you're discussing. Yeah, nobody wants to install little boxes on their networks. But I think, I think this is real. I think this is a nerd-only solution. There's right? another issue, though. It, like, it, you, you often run into stuff you don't want to break that breaks. Yeah, it can be hard to like buy a product. It can be. You could just hit weird walls. Yeah. Like I like. Uh, yeah, Google Search is kind of onerous these days. But sometimes I want to click on the search result, and I can't even do that. No, right? the the web is built on an infrastructure of spyware and nasty gremlins. It just yes, is. It and just so- is, and so it can be overly aggressive. It's just not the right solution, right? Okay, so not okay. So we can't solve it there. Yes. Okay, what do you do? Well, let's look around the web, and are there some good places? where it doesn't feel so icky. Uh, Wikipedia. I mean, Wikipedia is the shining light on the internet. It's a lot of, I mean, it's it's the most sometimes challenging and difficult human beings came together and wrote really good encyclopedia pages. It serves the world every second of every day. Yes. And with good information that is not colored by self-interest or other biases by design. So they by, well, and of, by vigorous community policing. Vigorous community policing. So it is effectively this canonical information source that's free, that's ad-free. Let's not get into the donation box mm-hmm. that literally 
pummels the rest of the page, but I, that's temporary. Remember when they used to show Jimmy Wales big face? I used to stuff. get emails. Yeah. And yes. Okay, but just wait, wait, wait. That's a glorious place. Why do you think... Uh, I have a theory about why Wikipedia works. I'd love to hear it. It's not... It's First of all, there's merit in making something of value for the world, et cetera, et cetera. But if you look at it, it's a community. It's people who like to work together yes. on this thing. And a lot of them, I think, when you look at it, some people, it's just like, ah, this is a great way to blow a couple hours. I have a little extra time in my brain. For some people, it's like, this is where I can function the best as a human being. For real. Like, I, I, yeah. I'm going to do all these pages about... It feels really good to be helpful to others, too. That's, that's right. And, so, and then somebody comes in and is like, this Pokemon is not notable. And it, yeah, a yeah. war erupts, right? And that's okay. That's the process. That's society. Yeah, that's society. But there is... The byproduct here is uh, this place that is always additive and free from hidden agendas, right? There is the no agendas are right there on the talk page. They're right there on the page, right? Yep. So what you have here is a great example of you know, walking that fine line of something positive in the world. Are we building a .org? We are not. And I don't... Can you have a great experience that... Hell of a it would be hell of a reveal after the, we bought the domain name. Yes, that's <laughs> right. We, we, yeah. Board.com is in our hands. I'm going to yeah. give you an example, though, of one that also makes money. Okay. It's totally commercial because we've been talking kind of do-gooder so far. No. That um, is a nice counterexample, but I think speaks volumes about people's human people's behavior. I have genuine trepidation. I'm curious what you're going to come up with. Pinterest. Oh, all right. Okay. Pinterest makes money. They put does. a lot of drapes on how a mood board. How does Pinterest make money? Up, oh, they inject stuff that I didn't pin oh, from hey, the internet. You like watches? I like watches, and I get watch ads yeah. alongside my board that has. Uh, watches that I've saved on Hey, curtains. Et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. Sneakers. And so, again, why wh why does this work? And why isn't it a sloppy mess and toxic? Uh, again, it is a tool that lets you effectively lift what you value in the Internet and put it someplace else so you can have your own experience. Less about community, though. There's a little bit of community. You can share boards with other people, but it's less about community. It's more about personal control. All right, so what, Above all else. So what you're saying, what are you saying? You're saying that the web can be kind of toxic and that websites that are focused on tracking your behavior and getting value out of it I'm going to end good. this. What are you saying? What I'm saying is the relentless march of automation and AI and algorithms, right, uh, has led us to push the humans to the side and the truth is we've solved a lot of technical challenges, but we have not solved the challenge of community and human empathy. This I want to coin a phrase for you, Paul. We might use it in the abort marketing. We might not. I just came up with it. Okay, you ready? Dude. What's the phrase? Coin it. Coin away. Coin. Hi. Hi. H-I. Not A-I. H-I. Human intelligence. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you see what I did? No. I it also I, is a I'm synonym for away. hello. Silicon Valley craves getting that human out of the loop. And I, I don't actually find that that exciting or interesting when I'm building something. I'm very curious as to what people make of things and how they use them. Absolutely. So that's, that is, okay, so we're making big points about how the web is broken. How is the web broken? The experience it has crowded out 
your own motivations and intentions and let in everyone else's such that you, it's a minefield. It's not for you anymore. It's not for you anymore and you have no control. And these examples that we just shared represent places where clear lines have been drawn and humans were given control. It back. is true. Wikipedia is about a group of individuals asserting control compared to the rest of the web. Correct. All right. So there we go. That's problem number one. Yes. Uh, let's be clear. This is a website about a board. We have an approach. We're going to be addressing these problems with yes. the software we're building. We were excited to show it to you. But as we're getting ready for that big, big day, yep, we're going to talk about the problems a little bit. Next time, Paul, we're going to talk about good or bad. We talked about a lot of the bad and the bad intentions on the internet. Good or bad, the internet can be very overwhelming. Boy, can it. And how do you carve out the stuff that you value and make it a calmer place for you. Sounds great. Check us out at aboard.com, but don't read the website too carefully because we're changing it. We really are, but the design will kind of stay the same. So yes, you can we just, love the happy people just, on the page. Just bring it in visually and send us an email to hello at aboard.com. We're glad to hear from you. Have a lovely day. Bye.